This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Trista's height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. 60-58 Celtics with an early third quarter lead over Miami. Look at this. The Hornets. Luke, your Hornets hanging on, my friend. Only down seven in the fourth to the Pistons. We got That game's dead. Don't, don't. We only positive in here, all right? We got lots of parlays okay, tonight. Okay. Only positive. It's uh, 3-2, by the way. Diamondbacks just took the lead on the Rangers. They're a team of destiny. Ooh. Team of destiny. Ooh. Yes, they are. Look at this. Yes, they are. They're down 2 nothing, and then all of a sudden, the third inning comes around, and Arizona says, oh, no, no, no. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. And an 84-win team oh, in the regular season. Guys, after this weekend, you know what my new nickname might have to be? What? Sniffles? It might have to be Johnny Drama. You know why? Because you know what he got famous for in Entourage? A sex tape? Viking Quest. You know what I might be dressed as on Monday night? A A Viking. Viking. A Minnesota Viking. The messages coming through. Everybody's like, Horvat, you're going to be on the wrong side. And that's what I love, though. I love that everybody's like, Packers suck. They're dead. Minnesota is the best thing since sliced bread. You know what that means, kids. You're going to be very annoying on Monday night. That's no. what that means. Oh, no. Yeah, you will. No, because then we're just going to fade the Packers the rest of the way. I, I don't really want them winning games right now. You know the you know the move. Hashtag tank for Drake. Yep. That's what I'm trying to we're do here. We're out on Caleb now, huh? No, I just don't think we're going to be bad enough for number one. So we, right. have to, we have to have realistic expectations Temper. like number two, okay? We can't have the best quarterback the last 10 years. We've got to have the second i got to be honest. It's a surprise that you're even saying there's a chance you're going to wear that Vikings outfit if they lose. I'll, that, I'll you're, there's a little, I promise There's you. a crack in your confidence here. You're Luke, you're right. He's got a crack in his confidence a little bit. Yeah. I'm noticing it too. So, no. All right. <laughs> Tim Barbalace jumps on with us. Co-host Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore and Odyssey Station, by the way. Uh, Ravens are a team, man. I love I love this Ravens team. I I bet them to win the win the Super Bowl. I almost said World Series. I'm watching a World Series game right now. <laughs> a lot going on. There's a lot going on in front of us right now. You know, but at the same time, I mean, we we talked to Jason Lock and Fora actually yesterday, and I think it is interesting to kind of watch this receiver core that that they've got right now, where you have some of these moments where you see flashes of it looking what they wanted it to be, right? And then OBJ's in and out of the lineup. He's hurt, and you had some of the drops, a couple of games. And when you look at the Ravens' offense now, I know it's a different system, and I know you've got some new guys out there at receiver, obviously. Do you see an improved offense from where it's been in the past? Without question. Okay. And uh, look, if we're looking just at the passing game, I mean, it's night and day, guys. I mean, Lamar Jackson as a passer this year has been phenomenal, completing mm-hmm. well over uh, 70% of his passes. He obviously has the best uh, weaponry that he's had in his career. Is the run game as good uh, as it was under Greg Roman? I would say no. This is not a dominant run game, but Lamar Jackson's legs, I mean, he just presents so much uh, you know, threat to defenses, and you saw it. Sunday against the Lions where RPOs and he's drawing the defense up and then a dump off to Gus Edwards and he goes 80 yards, but Zay Flowers, he's going to break the curse, guys, of the uh, Ravens' ineptitude of drafting uh, wide receivers. He's the real deal, and he's been that guy, and as a rookie, 
look, I couldn't expect much more from him thus far. And it doesn't matter really how good Lamar Jackson is because no matter what he does, people still continue to doubt him. I see that even on the Monday morning, uh, there was ways to denigrate his performance, which was a total beatdown. Like, why do you think a bunch of national pundits still find reasons to, <laughs> to like, knock him down? I've been saying this for years. Oh, look, it, it's human nature. People don't like being wrong, right? So I think a lot of people were saying, okay, his play style is not going to translate to the NFL from Louisville. And you hear all of these narratives like, okay, he can't come back from double digits, and then he does that. He can't beat the Chiefs, and he does that. He can't win the playoffs. Obviously, it has the one win against the Titans. The goalposts are always pushed back for Lamar Jackson. And he was phenomenal in 2019, unanimous MVP. He's a better passer this year than he was in 2019. He's so much more accurate, and he's got such a great command of this Todd Munkin offense. And one of the big differences with this Todd Munkin offense compared to Greg Roman is Lamar has so much more autonomy at the line of scrimmage where he didn't have that under Greg Roman. I mean, they're breaking the huddle with five seconds uh, left in the play clock, and then you're scrambling just to get a snap off. Where now they're out of the huddle uh, with plenty of time to spare. Lamar gets time to survey the field. And, you know, he's the offensive coordinator at the line of scrimmage. And that, that's what Todd Munkin says. Yeah, Tim, you know that meme? And it's like the lady and her husband, they're in bed together. And she's like, he's probably thinking of other girls. <laughs> that's me and my wife. And I'm thinking about Lamar. Four wide receiver empty sets, more 11 personnel, and him running into lighter boxes. I tried to talk Jason into the MVP. I bet at plus 700. Uh, I think Lamar could win the MVP, man. But I actually wanted to talk about the defense because mm. nobody's talking about the Ravens' defense. They're second overall in EPA allowed per play. And look at the guys they've been missing at times this season. Marcus Williams, Marlon Humphrey, uh, David Ajobu as well at various points this season. What do you think their ceiling is? Like, Do you think that defense is good enough to win this team a Super Bowl if they stay healthy, of course? Look, this defense has been off the charts and has vastly exceeded even my expectations for it because heading into the season, look, there was a lot of concern about the lack of depth at the cornerback position. Then Marlon Humphrey gets hurt halfway through training camp and you're pressing the panic button. you got young guys like a Brandon Stevens who stepped up tremendously and Ronald Darby, they picked him up. And he's been very solid. Arthur Millette, a former Steeler, picked him up. He's been very solid for them. And a guy like Geno Stone. Geno Stone is a seventh-round pick, waved twice as a rookie. Now he's back with the Ravens. He's leading the NFL in picks with four interceptions on the season. And this Ravens pass rush, that was a big-time issue, you know, heading into the year. We talked about it ad nauseum with Inside Access, where Adafe Owe, David Ajabo, it was all on them. Ajabo's been a non-factor. He's been hurt, and Owe has missed games as well. Yeah. Jadavion Clowney's been fantastic for them uh, this year. They picked up Kyle Van Noy. He had two sacks over the weekend against the Lions. They don't have a top-tier pass rusher on their team, a guy that can get you 12 to 14 sacks, but they're leading the league in sacks with 29. I mean, Mike McDonald, their defensive coordinator, he's going to be a hot name on the uh, coaching market this offseason. So we talk about this Baltimore defense, then we can look on the other side of things this weekend and see a Cardinals offense that is the opposite of good uh, at this point. One touchdown in their last nine quarters heading into this. 
on paper, I look at this and go, massive mismatch. Baltimore minus 9.5 feels pretty easy, pretty comfortable. Is there anything, if at all, that makes you uncomfortable or even slightly worried in this game? Sure. I mean, just go back to the Colts game, go back to the Steelers <laughs> game. I mean, the Ravens are absolutely the more talented teams than both of them. And Colts game was at home, and they had a fumble, Kenyon Drake, early on that game when the offense was humming, and then the offense did nothing after that. And then the Justice Hill fumble in Pittsburgh, they didn't score in the second half. So this team, it's been a narrative this week, uh, you know, at the Castle, about them dealing with this prosperity. Yeah, they should absolutely win by double digits against the Cardinals, but you got to go out and do it. And they're coming off a really impressive beatdown of the Lions where they just could do no wrong. I would expect this team, they hear the narratives, they hear the noise, they're going to go out, they're going to be focused, and I, I would expect them to win by uh, 10 or more. When you're around a team, how do you gauge how locked in they are after a big win like they had against the Lions? I, just uh, the demeanor in the locker room. I mean, look, I, I think, and you hear these guys, and they're, they're brought up a trap game, trap game, and they're dismissive of it. Lamar Jackson, when he met with the media on Wednesday, he was – you know, gives the can line. Everyone's in the uh, everyone's pros in the NFL. They're all you know they could beat you any given Sunday. But I think this team has a different edge to it this particular week than it did against the Colts. I mean, the Steelers game didn't make much sense because that's a rivalry game. I mean, you got to get up for for that game. Um, but I, I think it's got a different type of edge to them this week uh, for the Ravens. What are your thoughts on the AFC North just as a whole? Because the Steelers, like you look at point differential, and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but they're 4-2. and two. Browns are 4-2. and two. That's a good defense, although they got gashed by the Colts. And then the Bengals are 3-3. Three and three, But I think that's probably like the most scary team just if they reach their full potential and get healthy, right? <laughs> Ryan, I don't even know. I don't know what to make of this division right now. I, I Heading into the year, I thought it was going to be the best division in football. I mean, all these teams could vie for a playoff spot. And the records are solid, I mean, thus far. The Bengals, I mean, it's about Joe Burrow's health. That offense is way, way, way too talented for them to be performing how they're performing. The Steelers, you go to – look – there's Fire Mac Canada chance at like local grocery <laughs> stores right now. I mean, look, that that is a mess right now, and that Steelers offense, I can't trust them. Um, that defense is legit as it always is in Pittsburgh, and then the Browns. Is it? I mean, what the heck's going on with Deshaun Watson? We, yeah. That defense is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong, but can they carry a team in 2023? I, I have questions, and and. I think right now the Ravens are definitely the head of the division. I think they're the most talented team, the best team in the division. All the other three have a lot of potential, but I don't know. And you know, now that we're through seven weeks, I, I, I just have more questions about them. If you had to take a confidence meter and take the Ravens out of this, who's the highest on that level? between the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers for the rest of the season? Man. <laughs> that is a tough one. Um, Cincinnati's got a really tough schedule. I want to say the Bengals, but you look at the gauntlet that they're about to go through. I mean, their next, like, five games are they're insane. Uh, it, just bring it up now. you got the 49ers, Bills, 
Texans, Ravens, Steelers, Jags. I mean, that is a murderer's row. So given that, I would say Cleveland. <laughs> um, you know, I, I can't say it with a ton of confidence. It's just I don't have much confidence in that Steelers offense at all. I mean, you, the numbers are so damning since Matt Canada has been offensive coordinator for them in 2021. And I, unless they start picking it up, which I just have so many questions, I can't take them serious as a serious contender. I'm really curious about the running game for Baltimore because outside of last game, Gus Buss and, and Justice Hill had really, really good games, big runs. But now we're getting rumors that maybe Baltimore just might trade for Derrick Henry. How do you think that would impact how dynamic this offense was in the ceiling for the team? It would be really intriguing. Look, I've been fading the Titans for a while now. I just thought that this was going to be the year that the wheels fall off. Tannehill, Derrick Henry in contract years, and obviously Tannehill's banged up now. And Henry, he had a solid game last time out against the Ravens in London, but he would absolutely be an upgrade. I mean, that's a bell cow for this offense, where J.K. Dobbins was going to be that, um, and unfortunately he got hurt. Gus is a model of consistency, but can he be a guy that can take over games? I don't know. Justice Hill, he's a pass uh, receiving threat. He's great in pass blocking, but he's fumbled. I mean, fumbles have been a massive, massive issue for this Ravens team. So this running game under Munkin has not been nearly as dominant as it was under Greg Roman. When the Ravens are having a ton of success, for the most part, through these seven games, it's been because of Lamar Jackson's legs, not necessarily the running backs. Looking at the league just as a whole, because a lot of people were hyped up about the Dolphins, but I feel like anytime they play a physical team, they step up in class, they usually get punked. But I still, you know, like their upside, obviously. But the Chiefs, man, like they're not doing it in the most sexy way right now, but they got a six game win streak. They're three and zero on the road. They're six and one. Their only loss was week one to the Lions. That was without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. Can you make the case right now for any other team to win the Super Bowl other than the Chiefs, or would you just go with the favorite right now? Um, it's tough. I mean, yeah. all these teams have warts right now in the AFC. I mean, it's definitely the superior conference to the NFC, like we all thought. But the thing that you know scares me so much about the Chiefs, Ryan, is the fact that. Patrick Mahomes has a defense yeah. for the first time in his career. Yeah. I mean, that group is really, really playing. Look, their receivers are not good. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade, and maybe they make a move at the deadline. Maybe they don't. I have concerns there. Travis Kelsey still produces. I mean, he's showing up for Taylor Swift every week. <laughs> but I, I think the Ravens could challenge them. I mean, the Jags have been playing better of late, but I, I'm with you. The Dolphins, I'm not fully – buying yet and and the bills and again it's it's this year there's just so much mediocrity right i mean it's tough that there isn't these dominant teams in the nfl this year and you know they'll say they'll say parody but there's a lot of mediocre football i mean yeah you guys yeah. know more than me oh yeah the unders I mean, the unders pass every single time. Uh, yeah, you're right. Well, you know, we like the nice thing is to stay parody, but really, yes, mediocrity sometimes is the real thing. Tim Barbalis, 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. Great to talk to you, Thanks, man. Thanks, Tim. It's been MGM Tonight. It's time for our...
Jake was out at a bar and got swindled by this woman who he thought he was going home with her. They get into the Uber and basically he finds out that she just kind of swindled him to pay for the Uber and then they never really talked again. Well, update yesterday, Jake and said lady are now DMing. So what's the uh, update here? Yeah, game respect game uh, in the summer. You know, you win some, you lose some, and be like that. What are you going to do? Listen, it's and we're in the waning weeks of summer here. We got to check back in with some of our old, some of the old flames. We got to see what's, uh, that's what, what this we, is. This is a we late gotta check in. thing. We yeah, got to check in and see what's going ball. on. See if the. See if there's yeah. any life left in any of these dead relationships. Uh, so wow. we just got to go back, check back in, see what's up. You know. What's her name? Listen, Did you I, send a pic? Initiated? I'm, what's her whoa. Instagram account? <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, yeah, we're just, listen, I said it to Mario after, <laughs> as I was walking out. We were volume shooting this weekend, not going to lie. We're just volume oh, shooting. We're copy pasting. Oh, oh, no. no. We're, we're no. copy pasting. No. We're okay. volume shooting. We're how just seeing who bites, and then Jake, how much? How much would it take for for you to read on air what was copied and what was pasted? <laughs> I could read. Uh, I could read a good one from earlier this summer that me and Mario went over. I, oh, I could read over oh, earlier you guys this had summer. like a team meeting. Oh, Wait, there was there. Was, oh, I would yeah. call it a collab earlier this summer, but there was a whiteboard oh, uh, no. meeting, if you will. Oh, is it... oh I need this. Oh. Riverboat Ron is his nickname, oh. Ron Rivera. And Correct. he decides to not go for two to win the game against the Eagles in what would have been a huge signature win yeah. for a commander's team that feels like they're just on the cusp of, uh, you know, being a solid team. Why do you think yeah. he chose to not go for it? Well, that's a good question. I was at commander's park yesterday and i did the post game show for the commanders doing a little fill-in work for them and this is a big point of debate and mm -hmm. ron said in the post game press conference that his guys were tired like they were exhausted so he just wanted to kick the extra point go to overtime well the the counter argument to that is well if you're so tired do you really want to go to an extra session on the road in Philly against a team that we all know is more talented than Washington. Because I feel like when you go four full quarters toe-to-toe -to -toe with someone who is better than you, and then you go a little bit longer, eventually you just get worn down, and the advantage goes to the team that is simply better, and that is the Philadelphia Eagles. No question about that. There's a reason why they were laying eight and a half points yesterday. I think I, I, think I would have gone for two – in that situation. And I understand his guys retired. It's one play. You, you ask Eric Bieniemy, what do you got? You got to have one, you got one play for us because the Eagles were exhausted. And the crazy thing about that drive into the game is that the commanders 
didn't have any timeouts. So they were doing this. They're driving down the field, no timeouts, finding ways. Sam Howell was awesome. I would have gone for two. It's easy to say after the fact because it didn't work out. But for Ron Rivera, he wanted his guys to have that break between the fourth quarter and overtime. I don't necessarily like that call, but again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Exactly. Like, I think, obviously, if he would have gone for it and they didn't get it, then we would be having the opposite discussion. Even though I tend to agree with you, I feel like overtime is where underdogs go to die. Like, it just feels like... If you have the the luck or the fortune, which five, two touchdowns in the first half. Now back to Bet MGM tonight. Here are Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. We may have ourselves a game that comes down to the end here. Heat and Celtics, eighty three eighty, Miami on top, under two minutes to go in the third. Meanwhile, Arizona's up 4-3 in the World Series. A lot of water runs. It's the fourth inning. The total was 8.5 coming into this. Yeah. And now it's 12.5. Man, remember when he slapped the S out of, uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Fantasy football. That's right. necklace. That's right, with the Reds, right? Yeah. Yeah. God, I forgot about that. That was hilarious. Alec. What a ridiculous story. Yeah, I mean... Don't mess around with fantasy football. I mean, it's true. It's true. No. Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson, yep. That's who it was. Yeah. Don't be messing around. Hey, the Washington Capitals are in a dogfight right now. How about that? Wild. Two to two. It's right down the street from where we are right now. Let's go. Oh, that's what was going on tonight. That makes sense then. No, that is not why the oh, roads were closed and there was police. No, 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 not not so much over here, but oh. I took a bad way. Oh. And okay, so that, that makes sense. I should know these things. You guys. should start it at seven should. too. I so. should know these Never things. Never go by the arena. Don't go anywhere near that way. I should know these things. But there's so much football this weekend. I know. And there's, now there's NBA hoops, and we got the World Series going on. I'm sorry, hockey. You're going to have to wait a couple weeks. Oh, I've not. One bucket. Except I've for Connor the, Bedard. I've uh, watched maybe one Caps game that's been on these TVs on a lighter night, but then the NBA on, started, the and I said. I have been watching the Hawks. Big win over the Golden Knights, actually. The defending champs. Your my Hawks. Blackhawks, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I get a little more into it as we uh, go on. Mm-hmm. You know, even the mm-hmm. NBA, like, I, I, I'm not like, oh, I, I don't care until Christmas. But that's when I really do it's get into true. it. No, I mean, you know, like, as far as, like, oh, this team's for real, this team's a contender. Yeah. I, don't, I don't do that until Christmas. But I like watching the games and betting the games and betting the props. Yeah, I got to be honest. My, my interest now in college football goes down except for the big games because the NBA has taken a lot of that attention away. I see that. We can't even have that's, FAU yeah. Charlotte on a screen sorry, tonight. Sorry, it's know. FAU up 21-6, Again, and I love to see it. UTEP. And Sam Houston State and a bunch of trash programs in this during the week. Mm. You can watch some NBA tonight. If you had something on one of those games, we would compromise. This is a marriage. If there was a Power 5 game on tonight, we'd probably put it on. Oh, absolutely we would. Yes. You bet your ass we would. Which, why is there not? I don't, I don't get because it. Because the NBA. I like it, to be honest. Uh, it's the first round of the high school playoffs. <laughs> IHSA, Wisconsin. That's what I don't like. So Friday night is meant for high school football. Saturday is meant for college. Mm-hmm. Sunday is meant for the NFL. And Monday is meant for the NFL. And that's it. And I love I football agree. more than anybody. I don't need the Thursday night product if it's going to continue to look. I mean, last night's game was fine because we hit all of our props. 
Um, yeah, we did. But it was still pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, like the game's yeah. just never good. Yeah, I, again, I've said for years, get rid of Thursday night and have Monday night doubleheaders. Yeah, I'd rather have preach that. player safety. Like, why do we got like guys that. playing on short yeah, rest? Like Especially that. once. Yeah. Here's the thing: once the NBA comes back for TNT on Thursdays, then move the Thursday night to Monday night and do a doubleheader so that we can get NBA yeah. by itself. There you go. Well, you know the NFL doesn't care about any other league. Yeah, no, they, they want to compete against top everybody. Top yeah. They're the one league, yeah. They're the one I'm league that you. says, no, we want to we flex our muscles and show you. So yeah, okay. it is oh, what it is. Okay. This, well, really quick, this is crazy. So Evan Longoria is up to bat. It's mm-hmm. been 15 years since his last World Series appearance. God, that's that's the biggest gap in Major League Baseball history. That's nuts. It's just crazy he's even still in baseball. Like last time that he played in the World Series, my kid was negative five years old. That was the when they played the Phillies, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, I remember that. Man, time's moving by a little bit too quickly. I don't Luke. like it. Not a Enjoy fan. your days, bud. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming to an end soon. It's <laughs> like the rest of us. <laughs> All right, the Saints and Colts are both three and four. Colts. Uh, I mean, this game has moved slightly from like it's you know it's been a pick 'em one one and a half give or take. Saints are one point favorites in this now, but I mean, I the Colts the total's forty three. But here's the big thing: eight turnovers in the past two games for the Colts. In those two games. And those eight turnovers. They've come from one man and one man only. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Minshew mania has turned into a dumpster fire. Which is why I could not believe that one, just one interception for Gardner Minshew is plus money against a Saints team that's tied for third in the NFL with eight interceptions. It's a great call. Oh, I I hammered that instantly. I I couldn't believe it was plus money there. He's had four interceptions over the last two games alone. So... I mean, you just look at that. That I just it's a, it's disappointing because I really want to see what Anthony Richardson was going to look like in this offense, and he just couldn't stay healthy. And now we're not going to get an opportunity to see what the Colts really could be in this. Yeah, that's a disappointment. I mean, this is just one of those games that you see the forty three and a half, and you know that the Colts put up a lot of points against the Cleveland Browns, but neither one of these offenses is exactly proficient, especially considering the Saints defensively are pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I would only take the under in this game. Only. Uh, this is a 1 p.m. start, which means it's going to be crowded around a bunch of other games. Anything could happen. This is just an absolute stay away for me, but the only thing that I would do, like I said, is just take the under. Yeah, I didn't take anything in this one either. I mean, just you look at the number. I kind of like this Colts team on the offensive side of the ball. That's what sucks about Anthony Richardson getting hurt is they're yeah. pushing the ball down the field. Like I know Michael Pittman Jr. isn't exactly thrilled about the targets right now, yeah. but everything is chunk plays. You know what I mean? Like, this offense is a lot of fun, and they're only going to get better the next couple of years. I think they made the right decision with uh, Steichen as the head coach. If the Saints don't get right here, I think they're big screwed, guys. I know they play the easiest schedule, and they're in the NFC South, and they're still 3-4, and four, and, you know, nobody's going to run away with that division, but you got to win games like this. Going against a quarterback like Gardner Minshew, who's, you know, prone to turning the football over with that defense, I think they have to bounce back. But I don't really want to run to the window to bet the Saints either because Derek Carr right now does not look good. That offense is not clicking. And, uh, you know, they're just relying on the defense again this year. So the third most bet over at BetMGM on Sunday, Saints-Colts, 43.5. Third most bet over. I'd only bet the under. I'm with you guys on that. I would not take the over in this. I did take – what are you pointing at here, Luke? What's going on? You can't I'm just, just point. hoping for a miracle. Oh, okay, right you're just hoping it's for. It's never going to happen. You're hoping for a, a Hornets right, cover. Unless yeah, unless this is Rock and Jock in '95 and they lower the 100 point basket, yeah, I think you're screwed. It is a you problem. I don't know why it's tonight. <laughs> so again, I, it's I not just. You need to check in on these bad plays. 
You need to yeah. check in before you place bets on these bad yeah. plays. <laughs> you, Luke, need to check in before you ever take the Charlotte Hornets. All right, oh, fair enough. You know what? I'll, ta- I'll make sure for the rest of the season I'll I text you before all of my bets. No, just about the Charlotte on the Hornets. On, only on the Charlotte Hornets. I didn't realize. Oh, I uh, should have realized. The Saints have also had 10 days of rest to prepare for this so game, So here, that's why. So I've actually got a couple of this. It's not just yeah. the interception that's plus money for Gardner Minshew. But it's also Alvin Kamara rushing yards and receiving yards. He's been a monster. He's got 35 catches on the season, and he's missed three games. That's nine more than any other running back in the NFL right now. Yeah. And I also, because he's had 50 attempts, over 50 attempts the last two weeks, over 33 and a half attempts for Derek Carr. Okay, that's a low number. I can, and they're I, gonna they're gonna get try to get Chris Olave involved in this. He's been throwing the football a ton, and the Colts have given up 76 points over the last two games. That ten that ten days of rest, I think, gives them a difference to kind of get things right at least enough. But it helps that the Colts are not good defensively. They're gonna give them some opportunities, and the Colts also will hopefully create extra possessions for the Saints, too, because of their turnover issues. Yeah, I like that look. And with the extra rest, man, I mean, like I said, this has to be a get-right spot for the Saints. I just don't want to back my hard-earned money on it. No, I wouldn't Um, take a side. I would just go on those props. I would not take a side. Yeah, so out of the games we hit so far, just to recap, I do like the Rams. I'm sorry, I like the Cowboys, minus 6.5, Packers, plus 1.5. And I'm staying away (laughs) from Colts, Saints. I almost gave this one out on Gelb today and went with the Colts, because we do like a head-to-head, and I have to get some points. I, I couldn't do it with them, though, guys. Um, but the offense is so fun. And it's crazy that they went out and gave Jonathan Taylor all that money when they didn't want to do it earlier on. And then they watched Zach Moss be the best version of himself. And they were still like, let's pay a running back. I, you know what I mean? But I mean, for bull- this year, it's like they got bullied into it. For this year, it's cool. Yeah. Because they're going to score year. a bunch of points. And Jonathan yeah. Taylor's only going to get better. And the offensive line looks really good for the Colts, top 10 right now. So yeah. uh, stay away from me. Also, one more reason to back Kamara in this. Colts give up the six most fantasy points per game to running backs. I do like him a lot. Yeah. I'll join you on that. Yeah, Kamara is definitely one where this is like this is the right spot. Saints have gone under in twelve of their last thirteen games too. That leans to you. That's the right side. The over in this would not be the way to no, go. No. Yeah, I don't know why they why people like that. It just doesn't make any sense. The over? No, I know. Yeah. I mean, we had Mike Tatilia even on you know WWL mm-hmm. last week, and he was like, "I tell you, you know, <laughs> I love." It. He's always got like something crazy to say. It's like it's like uh, Nana used to say, you know, when the when the Roosters were in the back, and I'm always like, "Yeah." And you drink. I'm always like, yeah, I hear you, Mike. You know, damn raccoons won't get out of my lawn. Saints, Saints offense has been disappointing, though. I, I thought it would be. Also, yeah. oh, you know what I think is a really good look is that uh, our man Taysom Hill has been very active, involved in the receiving game. Yeah, like you might mm-hmm. want to take his reception prop. He's been like a fantasy god. Honestly, he's been like a, a top eight tight end over the last three weeks. Oh no, 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 T. Good idea. Hold on, it's not up yet, though. Oh no, 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 it is. All right, let's see the Taysom number Hill on receptions. it. No, no, no. Taysom Receiving t- yards. T- oh yeah, anytime touchdown. Taysom yeah. Hill. You're getting better than three to one odds plus three thirty three, which is a weird number. It's at BetMGM right now. Anytime touchdown, better than three mm-hmm. to one odds for Taysom Hill. I was screaming and bitching about it. Uh, actually, the last two times we've seen them on prime time, right? Yep. They get down to the red zone. They get into the goal line and they struggled to punch it in, like most teams in the NFL for whatever reason. Use Taysom Hill. There's no reason to have Derek Carr under center. Like, if you're going to employ this man and pay him all this money to be the Swiss knife guy, playing tight end, playing running back, playing quarterback, use him for the bush tush, the tush push, and just push his big ass in there. Plus 333, go Taysom Hill, go BYU, (laughs) score a touchdown. That's the best bet for me. I'm going to add that into my BetQL tracker. Add it right now. Download the BetQL app. Uh, I'll be adding all my picks every single week, college, NFL, and props by Saturday night. Um, NFL will be up, and I'll have all the Fridays up, too. Great feature, the BetQL app. 
One team, one, one dream. dream. There you go. And Odyssey. Download that app too, damn it. Any other apps you download or are you good? Actually. Sure. Lights, mm-hmm. camera, action. Parking Panda. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Nah. Parking Panda. Yeah. What's Parking Panda? That Is that one of those like where you can find risque. spots with it or something? It's like Spot Hero. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Spa hero, like uh, spa like, hero. Like Sorry, Robert I got a little Kraft. bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> No, no, not that. There goes spa Interesting, hero. Interesting quick sidebar, real quick, guys. There's Watch a uh, there's a massage ends. a massage place that's uh, in kind of my area that got shut down for the old Did Robert Kraft really? special. I found that out. Yeah, you you wow. can drive by and you look and you're just like, oh, like the joke always yeah. was that there there were happy endings going on and yeah. apparently they made some no. extra money off that. No, that ain't a joke. Yeah, it that ain't, ain't a joke. A joke. Yeah. It became a real thing apparently. So all yeah. shut down anyway. I was like, oh man. Yeah. In college, like half the baseball team would make trips on Sundays for massages. Not your boy though. I was always doing studying. <laughs> That's right. Uh, doing studying. Doing. Stu- You're no. always doing no. studying. It was actually fifty cent pitchers at uh, <laughs> Cam, so I was usually drinking pitchers of beer, and I would get the ones like they were the mini ones. Remember for fifty cents? So you I would do. just drink oh, out of yeah. the pitcher. Right out of the pitcher. Yeah. That's yeah. before COVID. You just hey Jimmy, yeah. no take a cared. sip. Yeah. Well, you know they say if you, study with, if you study with a little beer, you retain information better. So see, you were That's still doing true. the studying too. That's I rarely ever science. I'm not going to lie, guys. Science. I don't think I ever studied in college, and I still got great grades. I knew the way to life, though. I what discovered this know? in grade school. You make friends with the teachers. You don't be an S-head. I tell my kid this all the time. Nobody likes the jerk in class making the jokes, dah, dah, like being that guy. No. You're the sensitive, sweet kid. Yeah, like behind <laughs> the scenes, you could be, you, you know, the, the meathead, you know, football player, tough sorry, guy. Sorry, No, Mrs. not even like that. I'd just be like, Miss Harrison, your hair looks really beautiful. And then they'd Is be that like, a new perfume? Oh. No, I didn't bring you an You're apple. Like Eddie Haskell. Here's no, some, here's some sprinkles, cupcakes, babe. Yeah. It's in here, hun. Yeah, I figured out the way to do things, guys. Did you? And I got lucky in high school, like... My math teacher was also the defensive coordinator. I was late the first day. He said, Horvat, show up on time, keep your binder in check, and I'll give you a B. Because he already knew math. I was money. I mean, I was booking games in the sophomore year. Yeah. It was, you know, everything else I needed help with. I flunked religion, did have to go to summer school for religion, could not remember my Ten Commandments for whatever reason. They'd be like, Ryan, commandment number seven. And I'd be like, could I give you the Heisman in 98 instead? I, had a, I, had a, uh, I went to a tech school where we had to do a bunch of different stuff. And one of the classes that was required was architecture. And my... Oh. My three-dimensional skills are so bad. You had to turn 3D objects yeah. into 2D objects. Like, they basically had to be flat. I couldn't figure it out. No. And so uh, I was going to fail. And my teacher found out that I had some of the best handwriting he had ever seen. And I wrote in all caps. And he said, okay, so we're going to make a deal. I'm going to do all your work. And you're going to do all of my attendance sheets and all of the handwriting for everything that I do and grade papers for me. And uh, That's a fair trade. And I said, you know what? Slip, slide, try to provide yeah. me. I said, yeah, I'm in, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's so an easy a, trade. Got a B plus for just yeah. my handwriting. I mean, you don't need to know, mm. like... Architecture. That, right, right. My father-in-law is actually an architect. I think that's what my son's going to end up being. But I am so... Like, my fine... Shocking, shockingly, guys, my fine motor skills, not very good. <laughs> can't cut, can't paste. <laughs> I'm all over the... Can't draw. I'm not really good at a whole Basically lot except for like, like watching and like playing and talking. Observing about and speaking, you know, they're like, all still skills. And speaking sometimes isn't my strong suit these well, days either, is, you know, because true. I don't sleep a whole lot these days. You know, I'm just don't admit constantly to that. on the grind, baby. Do not admit oh, that. Always on the grind. You're watching get a hard time for your immune system being suppressed just because of things that you are in control of. My so. immune system when I sleep eight hours a night, impeccable. 
my immune system when I sleep two hours a night and my kid gets sick and my wife gets sick and Luke's in here coughing and sneezing all over the place. You're over here coughing and sneezing. I got to dodge all these people. If I just worked from my basement like everybody else around here, I would never get <laughs> sick either. Let me but just say put this. Put me in the bubble like Jake Gyllenhaal. I feel like Damn at some it. point you should have a stronger immune system with yeah. all the stuff you've I caught. have a great immune system. It's just the one thing that always gets me is uh, these allergies this time of year. Like, it just has to stay. If it's going to be 40 degrees, stay 40 degrees. If it's going to be 80, 40, 30. Like Lamar Jackson when he got drafted by the Baltimore Ravens. Remember, he kept getting sick. Yeah, he did. He's a Florida boy. I'm a Chicago boy. Kind of the same thing. No, it's not. No, Anyway, when we come back, we're going to preview more games. Games? What about the game? What about the game? Are you going to blow your nose while we have a break, too, here? Oh, my God, yeah. You should probably do that. You sound like it's been it's been a struggle for you. Yeah. We're only an hour and 20 minutes from Plenty of time. It's BetMGM tonight. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. I don't even want to call it luck because the Commanders did play a good game. Like, I'm not saying it's all luck, but you get what I'm saying. Like, if you get four quarters and you're hanging around this team that on paper is better than you, you do not push your luck in overtime. And especially somebody who has a, a nickname that is associated with taking risks. <laughs> I think that was the the craziest part is because you would expect this from maybe some other coaches. Mm -hmm. But do you think Ron Rivera has changed his coaching mentality at all from like his previous days? Because he's been coaching for a long time and people are allowed to change their ways and their mentality. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. This looked like it was over from the start. Chiefs jump out to a 17-0 lead in the first quarter. Jets rally all the way back, tie the game at 20 in the fourth quarter, and then kind of a crazy sequence where Jets pushing for the lead, trying to drive down the field. Zach Wilson loses a snap, so Kansas City recovers, a great field position. Then Patrick Mahomes gives it back on the third and 20, throws an interception, at least that looked to be the case, but controversial call in this game interference on sauce Gardner. so mahomes and the chiefs keep the drive going they get a chip shot from harrison butker to win it and even after the game jets head coach robert sala was just livid about that one call i always hate it either way i hate when a crucial call like that comes at a at a critical time during the game so i don't know of course andy reed said no it was definitely interference robert sala was losing his mind what did you think Yeah, I think Robert Sala definitely had a reason to be mad because at best, Mm -hmm. you know, I think if it's even questionable, obviously you are going to be mad because you want that call to go in your favor. And you're right. You never want a game decided by a call like that, especially the type of comeback that the Jets had to wage in this one. And especially the game that we finally saw from Zach Wilson. I don't know what it got into him in the second half, but the guy turned into, you know, Tom Brady's younger son in this game in the second half. So I think there are some little glimmers of hope for the Jets in this game. The fact that Zach Wilson actually looked like he could be a viable quarterback for the rest of the season, at least little glimpses of it. The defense still very solid. So I think this was a very deflating loss for a Jets team that it felt like this is a game that they should have won. Uh, maybe it's yeah. a matter of the pendulum swinging both ways. Because remember that epic comeback they had in the first week of the season when Aaron Rodgers went down? 
They stayed in that game. Yep. And even despite that huge gut punch, they stayed in the game and won it. It felt like another case of that last night. So you can't say that the Jets don't have any resiliency because it's not been the case. Yeah. They've been super tough to kind of put away in these situations. But, yes, this is a game that the Jets definitely felt like they could win, and it just slipped out of their fingers. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. to BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Nick's only up two on the Hawks right now. 110-108. Uh -oh. Your Hawks hanging in there. Paul Pierce is in attendance. Oh, Celtics Heat? I love that With guy, Antoine. man. I love Paul oh, Pierce. Oh, man. Antoine is a mess. Capitals are in overtime. No one cares. <laughs> yes, they do. Go ahead, somebody I else care. I care, Luke. No, Go Cavs. Actually, I do care. I need that game to end. I want to get home. No, that has nothing to do with it. Okay, that's not even anymore close to us. Yeah, I, you. Won't, I don't know why you think that that that, is, that, that shouldn't affect us you. In no way. But people might like go out downtown no, and don't. stuff. No, and they you never know. Three years and he's still figuring out the route. He doesn't home. even yeah. know where anything is. <laughs> Capital One is. I know where MGM National Harbor is. That's true. I bet you do. You basically live there. You know where the poker room is too. Yeah, buddy. We'll be there on Monday <laughs> for Monday <laughs> Night Football. I already forget who plays. No, I do. I know who plays. Oh. I got a teaser. I'll save that for later. Tease though. it. I'll, I'll save that for later. Come on. Are you me. watching Juliet football no, right now? No, yes. I'm doing my job. What well, are you talking least, about? At least you opened up your computer and I didn't see like your nudes or anything. So, it was just high school football. It's an 11 to 8 game, which is weird against nudes. Peoria. Oh my God. Didn't, I didn't tell you guys on the air. I did tell you guys in the group chat, but there's a guy right outside of the our, our building right here. And I walk Emma right after the show. And he was just, just nude. Nude hmm. in his apartment right here. Like just in friends? Like second floor, walking around, and I'm like, 
do I see peen? Is this peen right now? <laughs> yes, I do. It's like probably 25, absolutely shredded. And the psycho nice. thing, the psycho thing that happened is he laid down on, I don't know what it was because it was right near the window, and he put his laptop on top of his naked body on his lap. And I'm like, that's good. Something tells degree, me I know what he was up to. Third degree burns. Yeah, studying boy. DVOA. <laughs> third degree burns, boy. What was he? I up mean, to? Uh, probably DVOA? studying DA. Yeah. Probably like, man, the Browns' offensive so, line's uh, performing. Jaguars. Yeah. Anyway. Big game. Luke. Big game. How about it. Patriots? Dolphins. You forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Do you know about that juggernaut of a game next Thursday night? What? Dude, I you, will be in attendance you're, too. Why do you go to so many games when your team is so bad? Yeah, why does like why do the producers get to go do cooler things than me? <laughs> yeah, I know. They, why do you oh, travel I'm, more than? Oh, us? I'm spending my hard-earned money. <laughs> well, but that's not worry. that's not even relevant. Yeah, I'm trying to spend my hard-earned spend? money we too. Also can <laughs> yeah, spend it's true. about the time, Luke. We ain't got no time for that. I got to be in a casino every Sunday during the games. Oh, I got to oh. take advantage. Well, yeah, you get to. We have to be in a casino every Monday <laughs> during the games. So. My pe- my peepaw was was yeah. serving in the army with no boots. I'm just sitting on my couch <laughs> you know, this Gen Z guys, I gotta say, they're soft and they're whiners. When I was your age, Luke. I was I'm just kidding. Tape, I literally. That. It's awesome. That but. girl who went viral on TikTok for being like, these nine to fives are BS, and I, I commute an hour and a half each way. And for the people who are our generation who are crushing her, like somehow she's soft. No, she's got it right. Like this whole system yeah. where you're working 15 hours a day and you're sleeping for eight, and then you've got three for, I don't know, a shower and maybe a some. Some breakfast crunch. Walking around your apartment naked, maybe. Yeah, who you know? Knows? I mean, it's like nonsense. that guy. It's nonsense. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah. I'm on her side. And the lady on the plane that saw whatever she saw. I'm on her side. Well, now too. she's yeah, doing like. Too. what? what she's I doing saw too much. She's today. on like Barstool and stuff. Yeah. And she's, she really? She's, she's riding that wave. This yeah, is why. She is. See, this is why people do stupid stuff because there's always the chance. You could turn it into like Jersey Shore did, right? Yeah, Jersey we live Shore, in the dumbest times. Those guys made a lot of money being real stupid. Now, those yeah. guys were cool, at least, though. Mm. Some of them were, I think. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I watched I like, like three Pauly seasons D. of that hey, show. We, yeah. we almost got to meet Pauly D. Last time we got to leave this basement, we actually went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Pauly D was there. Unfortunately, I didn't get was to see him really? at the wig. Yeah, he walked right by me. I was like, is that that's Pauly D? I wrecked the hair. It was like, oh, yeah, well, that's got to be Nick was like, hey, that's your girl's favorite DJ right there. Oh, man. I don't know if he's a Patriots fan, though, is he? Because the Patriots are at the yeah, Dolphins. See how I did there? Good That's segue. called a segue. It Dolphins. was about as hard as it could have been, so good yeah. good job, honestly. Right back over there. I was trying to come up with some naked guy and a peen joke, but I didn't do it, so I just moved on as Luke gets more and more uncomfortable with this conversation. Peen. Dolphins not in half-point favorites. <laughs> uh, totals 47. Radio, baby. It's just, hey, you do the best the best you possibly can. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I think it was okay, screaming heard that, right? from our board operator. What okay, is going good, on? Good. Luke's over there watching. Okay. You know what? He's over there watching the new Violet Myers feature. Like, I was worried that Julia Catholic was coming through the airways. I was like, no, 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 no. They're not no. running 30 buck right now. You know, in this game, guys. <laughs> that reminds me. Let, let, me, me, let me actually take this really quick oh, if you guys don't mind. Patriots. Oh, you already know it. I yeah. knew it. What's my favorite movie feature in Mel Gibson? It's The Patriot. New England made me money last week, guys. They actually won that game. They are now 2-5 and five on the season. They're not going to win this game. But I like how the Dolphins, after that loss... They had uh, multiple players in the locker room, player X-type interviews. Next team that plays us, they're going to feel it. Yeah, maybe, but um, the Dolphins, I like them a lot. On the defensive side of the ball, I know Jalen Ramsey's coming back, and I know it's only year one for Vic Fangio, and he's going to work wonders with that pass defense, but it's not there yet. Mm -mm. And Mac Jones, 
actually kind of found something in that game. He was playing with a lot of confidence. The passing offense looked the best it's looked all season. I got a kick out of Mike Gusecki, uh catching the game winner and then hitting his giddy or gritty, whatever the hell we're Gritty-y, calling that yeah, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Matt comes in there and he tries to hit it, and Gusecki's like, get away from me, loser. But anyway, um, I do think that the Patriots are going to be able to score some points against this Dolphins defense. And I think divisional game, they keep it close. So give me the Pats plus 9.5. The only reason I'm not going to actually lock that in, I would love a 10. You think we're going to get it? I don't think we will. No, but maybe we I get it like get live. live. Like Dolphins yeah. get ball first, Gol- go down Dolphins, the field, yeah. score. Yeah. And Dolphins the Dolphins go got a bunch 7-0. of injuries. You know, like how healthy is Tyree Kill right now? He's dealing with the Not. hip injury. So. The one advantage, too, that the Patriots have, that run defense against the Dolphins now that have a, a banged-up backfield, there's opportunity there at least for them. But I just, God, it's tough. It's it's so tough to watch Mac Jones and watch that Patriots offense every single week. Yeah. But, I mean, we... Heading into la- like last week was finally the official like I'm I'm out on the Patriots. I was like the the Bills are going to win this game. I'm comfortable with that. And then we saw what happened, and you go, oh, okay. I guess we're I guess we still have a little bit of that Bill Belichick magic. And did you see the report that Bill Belichick signed a secret extension? Yeah, I knew that that we were so screwed when that came out oh. right before the game. And I'm like, oh yeah, Patriots are covering this number. I mean, like yeah. And then I feel like that didn't get talked about enough. No, it did not. It was so quiet, and I'm like, wait, that's a big deal. So now he's comfortable, and now he can sit here and just kind of build this team. Maybe they just, maybe they gut the whole thing at the deadline anyway. And honestly, it was like, did it happen? If no one's talked about it, did I read that? And I didn't even bring it up on the show because I'm like, maybe I didn't actually read it. You you kind of second guess it. That's usually a big deal, and it was like not talked about at all. And you're like, why is it? So anyway, uh, yeah, it's. The Patriots, we know they struggle in Miami, but yeah. maybe this is their this is their big big chance. Yeah, I also kind of like Mac Jones passing yards over two twenty two and a half minus one fifteen. Well, I mean, it's minus one fifteen both ways. If they're going to cover that game, it's going to have to be him pushing the ball. Jalen Ramsey's likely going to be playing in this. The question is how much. What does he look like coming he back from that knee not. injury? So he said he, no. He then he came out and said, "Well, actually, I might be." He hedged it a little bit, and the Schefter reported again today that he's like he's most likely going to be playing. Interesting, very so, very interesting. It's I, back and forth. I, I I think it's I think he's out there. And I don't know how good he's going to even look. Honestly, exactly. that could potentially play in the Patriots' favor. And with the Tyree Kill injury looming, and Jalen Waddle is he even a hundred percent? J.C. Jackson looking like a shutdown corner. Yeah. Now? He's he's right I back to this, who he was. I think this game I wouldn't do it because it's scary, but this has underwritten all over it. Forty-seven. Yeah, it's yeah. underwritten all. If you like the Patriots to cover the nine and a half, yeah, then you like this game to go under. Tyreek Hill says he's good to go. Like 100%. this is a like a twenty, like maybe like a twenty-four, seventeen game. Yeah, I could. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, because yeah. that's the other thing. Like, is Tyreek Hill going to be 100%? He was banged up this mm-hmm. week, too, and says that he's good, and he's always going to say he's good. But, you Even know, at 70%, we... he's probably going off for like eight catches, 130 right. yards. Right. He's unstoppable. But, if, but it's, well, yeah, that's probably true. You know, but, but let's say he does have seven catches for 80 yards in this and no touchdown. Like, there's a chance J.C. Jackson shuts him down or whatever the case is. You or, know, yeah, then... Belichick has the perfect game plan against him because he's still a really good defensive mind, right? Bill Belichick. So. Yeah, I I like New England a lot, and I'm I'm with you. If I was gonna bet, bet the total, no, no, Packers still the still stop, the favorite stop one. With that. Stop with that. Skull, but Can under. You stop? Can you stop no, I swear. That? Even if it wasn't the Packers, that'd be my favorite bet this weekend. Whoever was playing Minnesota was getting was uh Minnesota was always gonna be the fade this week after that win over San Francisco. They're not a good football team. No, they're not. Although 
if they lose this week. No, uh, no they're not no, moving no. Cousins either. But uh, yeah, I would only bet the under. I do like the Pats, though. But I'm going to wait and see if we get a 10. I don't know that we do, though. I got a real ugly game for you. Hit How about me. Jets of the Giants? Woo! Yeah, Jets are three-point favorites. The total in this is 35 and a half. I mean, this is... Think about this. You got the 32nd-ranked scoring offense in the NFL in the Giants and the 22nd scoring offense in the NFL in the Jets. Tyrod Taylor up against Zach Wilson. It is... It, it, this is just going to be... I mean, I think under 35 and a half might still be reasonable here. Oh, gosh. This is going to be a gross one, guys. It's, I... You know what, man? I might have to go over if anything. I like, was thinking that same thing. Gosh. The first half total is seventeen and a half, and it's actually plus one hundred to the over. I think that's got to be my, my uh, play. The only game. reason I say that is because both uh. teams, as gross it is, as gross as it sounds, can both create chunk plays, yeah. and they both have quarterbacks that are prone to turning the ball over a little bit here, and. Uh, like both could get home with yeah, their like pass rush. Situation. That's what I mean. Like we could see some short fields. I don't want to play this, but yeah. I would. Ugh. I would lean over. Like like when we talked about Titans Atlanta, I like the under in that game. You know, yeah. that's an under game, even with a total dipping down to thirty six and a half. This one, I got to stay away just because. Like, what if Zach Wilson throws some really bad interceptions? Oh, I or, wouldn't touch anything. Or Tyrod Taylor like fumbles in the red zone. The Jets are terrible coming off of buys though. Too, they've lost seven straight coming off of buys, which our buddy Sean Marash pointed out is why uh, Zach Wilson shouldn't have gone home. Yeah, seen that all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous over there. You know what? Speaking of WFAN trending, I would probably look at a little. It's not up. I don't know why not. I don't think he's injured. Uh, some Kayvon Thibodeau props. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is getting absolutely crushed in the media right now, mm-hmm. specifically in New York, calling him a bust. Carl Banks came on WFAN, got straight hung up on on national radio. Did you see that? I saw that. Yeah. Carl Banks, like you guys are trash. You guys are toxic, and uh, they just straight hung up on yep. him. So the Kayvon Thibodeau slander has gotten to an all-time high. Yeah. I might want to take some Kayvon oh. Thibodeau tackle. Props. I'm so glad that you brought that up. I want to. I want to get some sack props. He's going against yeah. Max Mitchell too, yeah. who's really inexperienced. I like him, and then I like Wondell Robinson receiving yards too. He's averaging now six touches a game. And he's forced six missed tackles on 23 catches. He's a big yak guy. Um, let me see if I could get that. I forgot. Oh, wow. Yeah, 30 and a half. Wendell Robinson receiving yards. That's what I'm going to play actually right now during the break. Zach Wilson has also been sacked tackles. nine times over the last two games to go back to that Thibodeau. Right. Sack prop. Yeah. 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 I think that made the direction to go. Yeah, and then I mean that's that's what scares me about that total, man. Like I can see some fumbles. I know that's the only way, and that's why like that's why I wouldn't actually touch it. But watching these offenses, you're like these offenses won't get you to 35 or 36. It just comes down to extra possessions, a pick six, a fumble yep. six, special team scores, something that never doesn't make game. sense. Yeah. Oh god, you know it might be one of those things where it's so ugly it's fun to watch. Right. No. If you're in New York. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.